Hey, Neck Nation, welcome to another podcast with Neck Roots, another episode, and this one is titled today, this one's exciting, Austin, this one's entitled Happiness Defined. I'm Kit James. Austin Davis. And you know what? We're ready to plug in, guys. Happiness is kind of a big deal, right? Yeah. Plug in and get ready. Neck, Neck Nation Power Station is going to surge out today, huh? Absolutely, brother. It is a big deal, like you were saying. In fact, it's a big enough deal. I want to address this. We talked a little bit about happiness in episode six, I think it was, Fall Forward, Look Upward. We yeah. spent maybe about five minutes talking about happiness, but as we sat back and realized, you know, happiness deserves more than five minutes. And, and when we think about the impact that it has on our lives and the lives of Neck Nation, we're all part of Neck Nation anyway, right? But when we think about the impact that this has and the importance that it is, it deserves its own episode. Oh, man. Right? It, it yeah. deserves us talking more about it. So, you know, back when we initially talked about happiness, we talked about achievement, right? And how happiness is always something that we're trying to achieve. And then we always right. raise the bar on happiness. Like, oh, if I could just, you know, get that job or if I buy that car or if I, you know, win this sporting event or something, I'd, I'll be happy. I'll yeah. be happy. And then once you get that thing, you just raise the bar on happiness, right? And that's kind of what we talked about previously. But happiness is is something more, yeah. Kit. Happiness is not is not just something that you achieve, isn't something that you set a goal to, to achieve to become happy, right? Happiness is something that you can have right now, yeah. Neck Nation. If you want to be happy, you can be happy right now. Yep. You don't have to wait to achieve something. Yeah, and that's hard. You know, it's hard. When you saying it sounds super easy, but it's hard. We live in this world that gives us all kinds of options, right? Oh, yeah. And and choice isn't easy when you have a bunch of options. You ever seen a little kid at the candy store standing there? Oh, yeah, dude, my kids all can, the time. Yeah. It drives me nuts. <laughs> and he can only pick one? Yeah. I mean, forget about it. Yep. He's got to pick the one that's going to make him happy for the moment. Yeah. So, I mean, happiness, We're this. This is it does deserve its own podcast and it does deserve it, it its own conversation because it is the ultimate goal right overall we want to have that happy life and i think about what happiness is and i can't help but think with this fast-paced world that we live in you, you remember when you watch any little kid at christmas time they want this thing and then and, and all the build-up think about the build-up you go to the mall you put junior on santa right or santa's helper or whatever right depending on how he smells but you put him, you put him on there, and and he says, "This is what I want." There's always one or two things that they want, right? Right. And then you see him unwrap it, the the, the young kids, and I remember doing it myself. You unwrap it, dude, and you're overjoyed, partly because of all the buildup. Yeah, sure. Right, the Christmas, yeah. the whole deal, the season of happiness, and then all of a sudden, where's that toy a week later? Sitting on the floor, man. Right. It got worn out the first day. Yeah. Right? You didn't want to go eat brunch. No, not at all. All you no. want to do is play with that toy, yeah. man. But a week later, I mean, you think back, Neck Nation, a week later was like, where's that toy? In pieces or whatever, right? Yeah. I think we kind of channel our happiness like that, too. We put it as a benchmark, and we're, it's something that we're chasing. Um, one of the best examples that I can think about is, you know, when, when my son was born, um, I went to the hospital to see him born, and, and, and I don't care what hospital you look at, Austin, it looks like a box. Oh, it's a right? box. And they put you in the room, put the wife in the room, in a square bed, in a square room, it's a box. It's a box. Right? And when Junior's born, they put him in a little square 
crib, it's a box. Yeah. Right. And, and I think in life, we're just conditioned to stay in our lane, stay in our box. Right. And that's why people always say, think outside the box. Well, if you think about how far back this goes in the continuation of this box, I mean, it's like ingrained in us, right? It is. And, and then we, we, we get to take Junior home and we're excited and we're happy and we put him in a car and most cars are boxes. They were back when I had. Yeah, kids. sure. Okay. I mean, they're getting a little rounder, but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then we take him home, we put him, lay him down in the crib that we prepared him for and our, we get to the house and the house got four corners on it, bro. It a box. It's a box. And we pox, parked the box car inside the box garage. Yeah. Right? Took Junior in there and laid him in his comfortable little box. Right. Yeah. And as you grow up and, and, and they get ready to go to school, I mean, there's not very many schools in our square. Yeah. I mean, you sitting at a desk that's square. Yeah. Right, you writing got, on a piece of paper that's square. Yeah, and 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 I'm telling you what, when you get excited about lunch, they hand you a square tray. Yep. Or then, you bring a box lunch. Or you bring a box lunch. <laughs> right. I mean, you, once in a while you mix it up and do a sack lunch, but yeah. But it's a pretty square world we live in, and yeah. and you got your locker where you keep your books all the way through, through this uh, grad, you know, till you graduate. You got that locker that's a box, and then when you do graduate and you finally get there. Right. Then what happens is a dude stands up and he delivers some inspiring words because you're graduating high school and he does it from a box. And what are you wearing on your head? A, a box, I mean, man. That, square hat. Yeah. They let you have a square to throw in the air. Yeah. Right. Then they give you a square piece of paper and a really cool square envelope. And if you go to college, it starts over. If you don't go to college and you go to work, you're in a cubicle, you're in an office, you're in a box, you're in a. I mean, we're 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 conditioned to be in a box, and yeah. the and and the problem is you'll drink you you'll you get the milk and fill up your cereal bowl with a box cereal. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just everywhere we look, and they say, "Hey, be imaginative and think outside the box." Well, frick, dude, we're in this box our whole life, and then uh, you know when life gets to you, Nick Nation, everyone has their go-to. You know, Austin and I like throttle therapy. We like to fish. We like to hunt. We like to go do things outside. Everyone has that thing that gives them that passion and drive for life, that they, yeah. their escape, if you if you want to call it that, whatever. And and those things are important because if you go through this life being channeled to be in a box all, all the time, right? And and you know march to this beat of the drum and do this this way and do this that way and make sure you do this. Why do we ever ask why 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 do I have to do it that way? Why can't I do it my own way? Sure, right. And and when life gets to you, what do we do? We step outside the box, but sometimes we step outside the box and drink a cylinder or light a cylinder. Yeah, right. right. And uh, that's true. That's the only cylinder we got. So I think happiness is being well-rounded, right? Sure. Maybe not jumping right into the bottom of that cylinder, but being well-rounded to where we can curve the corners of that box and really make it our own and and have some passion for life even if we're in a moment of darkness finding that passion for life and the experience i mean that happiness is it's not a destination it really isn't and and having that with us every day is that joy but joy equals happiness and happiness equals joy it's it's something that we've got to have in us every day in any circumstance and it doesn't matter what we're going through it really doesn't it matters where our focus our mind and our hearts at and in it's easier said than done. It is definitely something that needs to be practiced. But, um, and we did talk about gratitude, and that 
you know, that does equal happiness. And so I think if we can take all, all these lessons and look at this thing, happiness, I mean, what is happiness? Let's throw some things out there that, that we define happiness. I, I, I can think of fulfillment and having positive and healthy relationships with those we love and uh, achievements is one of them. Sure. Um, just emotionally stable and, and feeling, um, you know, good about where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, some of the things that you said have kind of brought some things to my memory, um, or or at least uh, to the forefront of my memory. You know, you said happiness is not a destination, and I think you know, to a point, achievements you can be happy when you achieve something. Yeah. An achievement can make you happy, absolutely. but you can you can be happy along the way. Yeah. And one thing that I thought of, um, and, and you said gratitude, right? You brought up gratitude and that gratitude always proceeds. It never follows. Right. Right. We've said that before on the podcast. Um, and that's especially the case with, with happiness, right? Yeah. Gratitude is going to precede happiness, uh, 10 times out of 10, it's going to precede happiness. And I kind of learned this lesson for myself in the last couple of years, um, you know, where I was placing my happiness. And I thought for a long time, like it was my job, my accomplishments, my career, like I was depending so much on that for my happiness. And when that didn't go the way that I wanted it to, or when it got, uh, you know, I went through a pretty tough time yeah. with, uh, with my career and my job and, uh, and I just right into a depression, man. And it was a pretty deep, dark depression. And it caused me to reflect on what is it that makes me happy? Yeah. What, where am I driving my happiness from? Why have I placed so much stock? Why have I placed so much pressure on this job and work, work life to bring me happiness when I've got a family at home and people that I care about? Yeah. Right? And it, it really made me reflect and realize that the most important thing in my life wasn't what I was doing and achieving on a work front. Right. It wasn't that I, you know, was providing for my family. That's not the most important thing. The most important thing was my family, right. was these people that I care about, was these relationships. Yeah. Right. That we, we talked about. And and when I realized that, dude, happiness was right there for me every day. Yeah. I didn't have to wait to achieve something or for the next milestone or for a product launch or for a project to take off or implementation. I didn't have to wait for that anymore. Yeah. I had happiness every single day when I walked in the door, when I got done with my work day yeah. and I have it now. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's amazing. So neck nation, I think it's important that we, we recognize where are we getting our happiness from? Sit down, ask yourself the yeah. question and reflect. Now, now Kit, there was a time in your life, man, where you had all kinds of toys, dude, you had the shiny toys, you had the shiny wristwatches, man, you had you had just all kinds of stuff, but you know what you didn't have? You didn't have boots on, and I doubt, I doubt that you ever wore your hat backwards. So tell <laughs> me, what's what's different about that time versus now and how that relates to happiness? You know what? That's a sore subject. I can't believe you brought that up. No, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a time when I lost myself, and it was during that time. And, yeah. and what's crazy is, is you start chasing that that success or that happiness, my mom used to always tell me because I worked like a dog, right? I mean, I still do now, but the difference is, is I come up for air, right? And and I was really, there's a big difference between designing a lifestyle and making a living. And I was after making a living. I want to make as much living as possible. And I wanted to have as many trophies as I could as possible because I grew up 
um, maybe not having all those trophies. Maybe that was a level of my insecurity, and I wanted to to have some of those shiny things. And did I have more shiny things than I needed? Yeah, I did. And uh, I lost who I was. And, yeah, the boots were tucked all the way in the back corner of the, the walk-in closet. You know, you couldn't really find them. Yeah. And – I, and that and that's kind of just how this came about actually is is you know my wife says she was showing pictures to my kids um of them being younger I mean they were two and four years old right and they weren't paying attention to the curly hair and this and that and the cute smile that she was trying to show them they're like wait a minute why is dad wearing that sweater <laughs> right because they only know me as as just hat hat backwards and boots and and working and that's what they know me as and and that's how they were raised and so i'm grateful though because i chased that and i got it but i couldn't figure out why i wasn't fulfilled and why i wasn't happy and it's because i didn't have that well-rounded lifestyle i wasn't taking time for those things and they're the small things right and we don't put enough weight and precedence on those things because the small things equal the big things and they're so important you know, I've been all over the world and I've interviewed people with mounds and mounds of money, right? And they're dying alone. And I'm I'm, I'm talking to them. I'm like, can you give me any, any advice? Because I'm always love to learn. And they're just like, man, just slow down and enjoy your life. And and if you don't have family, you know, best friends or family you can choose. And you have friends and relationships and people, those things you can take with you. you go, this castle and this and that I can't take with me. You know, there's no U-Haul behind the hearse, right? Yeah. I mean, there's really not. So, um, and my mom used to always say, honey, there, I mean, come on, money's not everything. And I'd say, mom, it's right up there next to oxygen. You can't live without it, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, just because I had a good answer doesn't mean there's, there's. I mean, you really got to compartmentalize the importance of being present, being there, and making time for those things that matter most. So, I mean, fast forward to where we are today. I mean, granted, I don't have as much money as I did back then. But when you have um, people don't realize when you have a lot of money, you also have a lot of responsibility. And that responsibility takes precedence uh, because you don't ever want to let people down or whatever. Right. And you always want to keep achieving the next, next, next. And so um, I look at happiness like a, it's just it's a staircase, man. Yeah. Why? Because like it takes that. it takes uh, work. It takes thought and it takes really being in the right headspace to say for no reason other than today, I'm not going to get back. I'm going to be happy today. I mean, your world could be caving in on you. You could be in the darkest place ever, but you know what? Faith is just stepping that, taking that next step in the staircase, even though you can't see. And sometimes fear is the same way. You know, you close your eyes and send it. Right. Yep. And you just keep going because sooner or later, something coming back up. Oh yeah. It's going to come back up. Right? Got to. Yeah. And so um, you look at that staircase that leads to happiness. You notice there's no benches. There's no landings. Right. It's continue. It's a continue climb. And, and you just keep going. You keep putting one foot in front of the other and you make that choice every morning. And if the only reason you have to be happy that day is is the only blessing you have is you have um, your health and you got legs at work and arms at work and eyes at sea and all these things. You know what? You can choose to be happy. It's it's really it's really it's a frame of mind. It's a it's a conditioned belief that 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 we have to really pay attention to. Yeah, so. absolutely. You know what? I'm 
it wasn't too long ago you and I were having a conversation, maybe about a month, month and a half ago. And uh, I was talking to you. It was when we were talking about, you know, how to raise, how am I going to raise my kids, right? How am I going to raise my kids in the world that we have today, right? And you said something to me and my dad said something to me. um, And it was just a couple days apart. And you, you would mention to me, and we talked about this time, the importance yeah. of time that you give to your kids. And this is related to happiness. This is going somewhere. So okay. just hang on with me. Yeah. But time, the time that you spend with your kids means more to them than anything else. You can give them all the toys and they'll forget about them. You can give them money. They'll forget about it. Right. Yeah. But the time, they remember the time. And then just a few days later, you know, we, we like to go camping, but I haven't taken my family camping for, you know, a couple of years through all the stuff that's been going on in the world right now. And yeah. just and plus I want a new truck to pull the trailer. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, don't right? go camping unless you get a new rig, <laughs> Unless bro. you get a new rig, right? You won't be happy unless you get a new <laughs> right. rig. Right, there you <laughs> go, exactly. Uh, so, but my dad said, you know, you got to take advantage of this time while your kids are young and you need to make memories with them and you need to take your family camping, you need to take your family fishing. You need yeah. to do better at that. And it just, it it really hones it in for me on these experiences and the time that we spend with the people that we care about most, yeah. that's where the happiness is coming from, right? Uh, you know, you, you can think about, you know, maybe big achievements in your life. Um, you're going to remember yeah. and you're going to remember how you felt there, but what you're going to remember is the time that you spent with those yeah. that you love neck nation. So experiences. Yeah. 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 Let's create those experiences. Let's create those memories. Yep. They're important. I mean, I, Man, I, I started the kids fishing young, and they were hooked yeah. ever since. And it's funny because one time me and the wife went and looked at a boat that was for sale, and, and I said, let's just go for a drive. You know, I know it's far, but and I threw the rods in the back, you know, and she don't like to fish. <laughs> and so anyway, on our way back, I stopped at this little creek, this little honey hole that I know of. I go, let me just check down here real quick. She's like, all right. And then I seen her over on the phone. I'm like, Frick, what is she doing? And she called my son. She goes, Hey, how do I get your dad to stop fishing? <laughs> and, and he asked one. He asked one question. He goes, "Mom, is he catching fish?" She goes, "Yeah, he's catching a lot of fish." He goes, "You don't. He's not stopping. <laughs> you don't, right? <laughs> so right. You can't go too far, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but um, it, those those memories. I mean, now that my kids are older, I looked at. I looked at. Uh, I don't. I didn't really go to parent teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't. That was that was my wife's job. Sure. Right? That was mom's job. I can't remember the names of the teachers they had, but I knew what they were doing. Um, I was at everything that I could be to, but I looked at their life like um, I just compartmentalized it because that's how I do things. And I broke it down because it's overwhelming when you're when you're out here trying to make a living and you're trying to keep, you know, um, the food on the table and keep the kids happy and spend time with them. I looked at it like I have 18 summers, right? Yeah. And so I broke it down every summer, dude, we were sun up, sun down. We were either working together or playing together. And either way, even if it was working together, I made use of every minute I could during the work. Right. And, and if we were just sitting there chilling because we were overworked and I'd make use of that time too. Sure. Right. And so, um, you look at it like that, it was cool. But now sometimes I wonder, man, did I do enough? Right. When you hear them relate back some of their childhood experiences, it, I'll tell you another story. 
kids, uh, I was traveling a lot. It was during that time when I didn't have my boots on, and we're never going to bring that up again, by the way. Okay, good. Because you know I got more boots and shoes now, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You want to come look at the, the neck wrench? <laughs> we, we don't need to go in your closet, <laughs> <All right>. brother. <laughs> so um, I felt bad because I was, I mean, I was gone three, four weeks at a time. And kids want to go to the happiest place on earth, right? I said, okay, yeah. let's go. I said, but let's do it right, man. Let's get the hotel at the park and let's spend some money and spend some time. Let's have let's have lunch and breakfast with the Disney character. The whole deal. Sure. Right? So on our way back uh, from the happiest place on earth, I was tired. So I stopped and the only hotel that had vacancy was this. It, it, was, it wasn't very nice, bro. And so we stayed there, and it was sleep on top of the covers and leave your boots on type of thing, you know? <laughs> oh, gosh. So, But I got a little bit of shut-eye, and then we kept motoring home. But when we got home, my wife sat down the next day and, and looked at all the things that the kids had and, and, and all those experiences with the Disney characters and all these things, right? And she's like, what was your most memorable experience this last week? And it was swimming in this ratty, nasty, hair-floating pool at this oh my God. and she goes why and she like because dad was playing with this and we were driving our remote con- control cars out in the parking lot and they went on and on about it yeah you go spend thousands of dollars doing all these things bro there's no price tag on it right yeah. the simple things and the time that we spend with them and the memories we make with them don't have to have a big expense it just means that means more to them than anything and that was that was a eye opener for me yeah. right so i mean and it's it's something you learn and navigate as you go right but it's just interesting when kids look at what makes them happy you can see someone that's super sad and then a parent like a kid and the, the super sad and crying and then the parent goes over and says well you have to share because johnny da, 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 and you talk to them and they go oh i get it all right and then the, dude those tears dry up that fast and they're fine yeah right and so I think we need to be able to snap back that quick and, and be able to look at the, those things that are important that bring us that real happiness. So I was just, I felt fulfilled because I'm taking them on this dope vacation. Oh, no, dude. I could have taken them to the freaking rattiest motel anywhere. and Taking them down the street, dude. Yeah, sweeped <laughs> a little hair off the skimmer and then went swimming. <laughs> it's like, dude, really? So what does it boil down to? I think what we've been talking about is financial success without fulfillment is failure. Yeah. Right. And so, and I learned that the hard way. Um, and I'm, and and I'm glad I did because it's really not about, um, where I'm at uh, financially as much as that, where I'm at mentally with those that matter most. And I think the things that are closest to us, we take for granted and that includes people. Yeah. Those that are closest to us, we take for granted. We do. I think so. Because yeah. we wake up and they're there every all the time. And yeah. then you start getting on each other's nerves and we focus more on that than, you know, our heart. And, and the good stuff. It, yeah, and the good stuff. So it's important. It's something that we always got to keep on the top of our minds. Yeah, absolutely. So focusing, I mean, I, I can't, it just keeps coming to, to the forefront of my mind, but focusing on being happy, yeah. right? Not not achieving happiness or waiting for happiness to come, but choosing right now in this moment yeah. to to be happy with something, right? Yeah. Whether it's these relationships or the time that you spend with the ones that you care about, or or maybe it is maybe it is an achievement or something like that, right? But right. you don't have to wait to be happy. 
No. You can be happy right now. Right now. Right now. While you're listening, right now, let's be wicked happy. Why? Just because. Yeah. Just because we're all necked out here in the Neck Roots podcast, sending it. Part of the brotherhood. Right. What's not to be happy about? Dude? Right, exactly. Bringing hope and inspiration to people's lives. Yeah. What's not to be happy about? Yeah, if you're going to send it, send it. There you right? go, dude. <laughs> so there's a there's a story I heard about this fisherman. It's okay I tell a fishing story, right? Oh, dude, let's hear it. So in Italy, this, this guy goes out fishing all the time, and he only he's got this, I mean, it's a ratty boat. It's not very big. And he goes out fishing every day and he leaves from the same harbor, the same place, at the same time every day. Well, there's this very wealthy businessman and um, he he always walks out on the boardwalk and walks down the beach and, you know, just to clear his head because sure. and get, get rid of stress. So one day he's out on the boardwalk and he's sitting there and he's sitting on a bench. And he went a little bit further than he normally did because he was stressed out, right? So he's sitting on a bench and this guy, this fisherman that goes out the same time every day, he comes motoring up, and he's got these monster fish in his little boat. I mean, the fish are almost bigger than his boat. <laughs> and so the fisherman's just sitting there clearing his head and watching this guy, and he sees those fish, and he's like, man, he's thinking to himself, them are good fish, you know. And, and the guy gets them, and, you know, he's wrapping them up, putting them on the ice, doing his deal, you know, packaging them up, putting them in a little cart, getting ready to haul them home. And uh, the businessman says to him, says to the fisherman, he says, hey, uh, how long did it take you to catch him? them prize-winning fish there and he goes well not that long he goes how long he goes ah, a few hours and he goes wow he goes that's that's interesting and and he goes uh you mind if i ask you i mean is this what you do for a living he goes yeah yeah i'm a fisherman and he goes so you fish for a living it's your job he goes yeah and he's like and you only go out a few hours a day and he says yeah that's all i need to and he's like oh every day he goes all six days yeah I go out and market's not open on Sunday, so yeah. And he goes, well, why don't you get up earlier, stay out on the water longer, and catch more fish? And he goes, I don't need to. I catch just enough for my family. I can feed my family. I can take care of them with the other ones I sell. And I usually have some left over that I can give to some friends and some of my neighbors. And he's like, well, sit down for a second. He says, I work over in that big building over there, and I've got a Ph.D. In, in finance. And he says, okay. And he goes, I could help you out a lot. And he goes, how could you help me out? He goes, well, if you were willing to fish a little bit longer, I could put a plan together for you to where you catch more fish, save, save more money, right? Instead of just doing what you need to to get by from week to week, he goes, you save the money and you buy a bigger boat. He goes, yeah, it'd be nice. And he goes, and then what? He goes, well, well, then you take that money and, and you do it again. You stay out there and you catch more fish, save your money, and then you can buy some more boats. And then pretty soon you can turn your boat over, you know, to somebody. And you got these people out there fishing for you. You teach them what, where to fish and what you do. And, and, and you can move into the city and open an office and get a, get a warehouse and start canning all your fish. And then we can go to market. And then, then I can help you and show you where we take your company public. And then once we take your company public, you can float your shares and you can make all kinds of money. He said, hmm. And he goes, you don't seem very interested. He goes, what, what's the deal? He goes, well, I just like where I'm at. And he goes, okay, tell me more about where you're at. And he says, well, he goes, what do you do when you go home? He goes, it's like noon. 
He goes, you're going to go home. He goes, well, I'm going to go home. I'm going to hug my wife and I'm going to eat some lunch. And then I'm going to play with my babies, play with my kids. Then I'm going to take a nap. And when I'm done with my nap, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to go into town. I'm going to meet with my friends. I'm going to play the guitar and I'm going to dance the night away. And I'm going to come home. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And he goes, oh, no, man. Okay, look. When we take your company public, right, and you follow this step, and I can put it together for you because you obviously are good at what you do. You know how to fish. He goes, once you get this company to a certain level, you can sell your house in the city, right, sell your sell your company, sell your shares, and you can move back to the countryside close to the beach, and then you can just go fishing for fun. He goes, then what? He goes, what do you mean then what? He goes, well, then, then, then what do I do? He goes, well, you're going to have everything you ever wanted. He goes, you can go fishing just for fun, just because that's what you do. And he goes, you can come home early, not have to worry about nothing. You can hug your wife. You can have some lunch, play with your babies, take a nap, and go dance the night away. And the fisherman looked at him and says, isn't that what I'm already doing? And so this dude with the Ph.D., the financial guy, he just <laughs> scratched his head. He goes, uh, yeah. And, and he was puzzled, and then he ended up, you know, their conversation was over, and he walked yeah. back. The moral of the story is there's so many different ways to get to that place. Yeah. So here's this financial guy with a Ph.D., and I thought Ph.D. meant poor, hungry, and desire. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, right? <laughs> but here's this, here's this guy that, that sees it this way. you got to go through all these steps, right? And I think as, us as, person, as people, we think, oh, we got to do this. Why? I don't know why. But this is what we have to do, right? To achieve this and to be happy, this is what we have to do. And you don't. No. Right? I mean, this dude had what he wanted right there, right in front of him. So I can't help but think there's so many different ways. And that's us getting out of our own box, right? Out of our own way and, and knowing who we are, establishing that, right? Really establishing our roots and, and knowing who we are and saying, hey, I'm going to decide for myself what's best, Right. Yep. If it doesn't work out, it's okay, right? But you keep moving forward. Keep going up that stair. Don't stop. There's no, no bench. There's no landing. So just keep motoring, and you're going to get there because yeah. there's more ways to get to it. The Ph.D. guy with the financial background, he said, this is the way, and the other dude's already doing it. It's already there. Right? So who's the wise man? Yeah. You know what I mean? Fisherman man. Right, exactly. Sure. And he's and he's happy. Yeah. Right? And he's doing what he's doing because he's happy. So, um. That's the, the moral of the story is we don't need those things and we don't have to take those long routes around the barn to get to where we're going. We yeah. can be there right now doing what we're doing at this very moment. Yep, absolutely, Nike Nation. So let's let's work on that as individuals, right? Let's be happy with what we have. Let's figure out in the moment, you know, take a step back, reflect on, yeah. on in your own life. What is it that makes you happy? What is driving your happiness? And is that the thing? that should be driving your happiness. Be critical yeah. of, uh, of your decisions so far of what's, what's uh, making you happy. And maybe we need to reevaluate that and realign yeah. that and change our priorities um, and, and choose to be happy every day. So if you like this content, if you like what we're saying, be sure to subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Like the video. Help us reach as many people as we possibly can. Go on the social medias. Follow us on the social medias. Um, but for now, be happy and bless up, Neck Nation. Bless up. Thanks for tuning in.